Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of pins about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. Also joining us, very Christmassy, is Evgeny. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Thank you. So, so he has ornaments in his beard, uh, audio I listeners. I also, you're missing out. I also, it, you are. You should come to YouTube and see like the first minute of this. Yes. Ah, my bowl. Um, Great start. Uh, <laughs> one, one of my balls fell. Um, I have I have uh, show and tell for you guys today. Oh God! It arrived just today. Okay. Okay. And it is show and tell number one. This oh, is oh sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, shalash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticker. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then there is also a shalan. Sticker. Nice. Oh, and the pattern. Mm-hmm. It's cute. And there's also a hoid. Nice. With our first canonical depiction of Frost in the background. Ooh. Oh, is it? And it is. Yep. Oh. Huh. Uh, so these are by artist. Uh, I don't know if it's Katie or Caddy Payne, mm. uh, but she's a fantastic artist. And she worked mm. with Dragonsteel to create these for the holiday season. And they arrived. Oh, uh, that's a sticker pack that I didn't buy. In this oh. thing. Oh, that's super cute. Oh. Which includes Frost in this envelope. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Super so, cute. All of this arrived just earlier today, and I'm very happy. Oh. Cool. We also have Grace. We also have Grace. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, hello. I do not have any cool Christmassy show and tell. That's fine. Uh, like like Evgeny's beard or Ian's constant greenness. Yeah, it's different. Ian's at a different angle. The the the, <laughs> the universe is different. Got uh, my shiny new monitor that yeah. arrived this morning. Excellent, excellent. Which was quite nice because I got an email yesterday saying it was going to arrive until Monday. Excellent. Like, but they lied. They lied. I'm Chaos, and you know what also arrived early? State of the Sanderson arrived mm-hmm. a day early. We had a careful plan that we're going to record Saturday. I'm going to bust my butt, get the episode out. Then Brandon is like, now it's going to be a day early. These, I've never done this before, but I'm just going to put it out a day early. And I'm like, well, other people are at work. We can't we can't record on Friday. Why why you do this? So anyway, we're recording now and we're, mm-hmm. we're doing that. So there. Also, happy Kalos head munching day. Yes. To everyone who celebrates. Day. Yep. And which we Celebrate learned by munching on some heads, which we learned uh, on the live stream that uh, Kolos can munch not just Kolos heads, but any heads, really. That's yeah. canon. Yeah. If canon lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll definitely do uh, a Word of Brandon episode on the live stream and presumably an AMA that Brandon does at some point, maybe. Uh, so we'll, we'll do a Bob episode sometime January, February. I don't know. But <laughs> right now we're talking about State of the Sanderson. The State of Sanderson will be in the description. So if you, you want to read it, you can go read it. And we're, we're going to analyze it uh, today. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what happened in 2020 in the world of Sanderson? Brandon stayed at home a lot. Yep. And rolled a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Didn't need a tour. <laughs> so, you know, silver linings and stuff like that. Yep. So, go about part one. Mainframe Main announcements. Mainframe. So, 
Yes. Mainframe is the audiobook company that Brandon founded with. Yes, he founded it with Max Epstein. Ah, Epstein. Oh, that's right. Oh, right, right, right. I do remember that yeah. we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Just Epstein. Uh, so, just... <laughs> audiobook company. Uh, the only thing they have out right now is the original, which we did an episode a couple of months back. It's good. Uh, Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it's like a, a four-hour audio drama. Yep. Um, it was interesting. It wasn't terribly difficult to follow. So no. I know I know a lot of us were apprehensive of Brandon doing audio originals because we are not audio listeners for the most part. Yes. We are mm-hmm. book, Physical eyeball book. Yeah. readers. Eyeball readers, yes. That's, yes, yes, yes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Although Jafu, he uh, likes audiobooks a lot. That's what the, I've learned that. Yeah. Oh. All ads do I and Ben. Oh. I yeah. Oh. But. Well, neat. You were a minority. <laughs> On the podcast, at least. But but uh, audio <laughs> listeners is a big proportion of people these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think Rhythm of War was like 80% audio or 70%. Oh, no. 80% non print mm. yes. I think sure, sure and sure, that sure. is and it that was is split like 50 percent audio yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh, and that's God. that's split between audio and ebook <sighs> i'm a i am pure ebook yeah. yeah but but he has some new stuff uh coming there's gonna yeah. be some new reckoners stuff uh yeah Apparently, three novellas co-written by Steve Bowles, who wrote a middle grade book called Jed and the Junkyard War. And I, d- I don't know what that is. So cool. <laughs> I I have heard good things about it on writing excuses, ah, which cool. is, is not which is not necessarily Very like... biased. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> the most objective uh, place to hear about these things, but. Uh, I mean, if Brandon says a, a book has great world building, then that is true. Great world yes, building. yes, he he does say great world building. Yes, if Brandon says great world building, it it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Now, I don't think this is the first we've heard of these Reckoners novellas. Like, I think he obliquely referenced them at some point. Mm. Yeah, might have yeah. been in a past mm-hmm. state of the Sanderson or in a live stream or something. But it's good to get like concrete information about them yeah yeah because it's a different group of reckoners in the same universe uh so brandon has talked about the reckoners multiverse the reckonverse uh several times in different contexts right Mm. he's talked about a mizzy story or novella Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. he's talked about obviously the apocalypse guard which is still in the same multiverse but a different universe right Mm -hmm. and um, in, in this state of the Sanderson, uh, he talks about how his original pitch for the Reckoners was kind of like multiple Reckoners teams at different times and different places doing nice. different things. And so mm-hmm. the story of these uh, novellas is going to be a little bit like sequels to the main story. So, so these novellas will start around the end of Calamity. So they will run a little bit parallel with the end of the original Reckoners series. And then they will extend beyond that, um, except they will cover a different team of the Reckoners. Right. So for, for those of you who have 
uh, read the books and have completely forgotten about them or haven't read the books. Um, the Reckoners is an organization that fights these essentially evil superheroes, except supervillains, I guess. Um, yeah. And they have many different cells in many different places of the world. And so the original trilogy follows one of these cells, one of these groups. Yeah. And these novellas will just follow a different one. Uh, and so we'll probably see the consequences of the ending of the original trilogy yeah. and pick up some new stories. That sounds cool. And he does say that, like other things that come out from mainframe, should eventually have ebook and print. Uh, mm -hmm. And they're they're being written specifically for audio, so like the original take a bit. So my impression is that at least these reckoners things are going to be audio first. That mm -hmm. that seems to be my impression of this. Probably, yeah. I'm I'm curious what like grade level they'll end up being because Reckoners was I YA and mm. like the person he's working with in middle grade. So it seems like that'll be more of like a YA middle grade series from that. Yeah. I'm like I, I think it's it'll be around the same level as the originals. Yeah. Yeah. Original <laughs> Reckoners, not the original. original. The original. Audio yeah. original. The original. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> we, it's a fine yeah. title but, uh, for, for what that story is. But goodness. What if we just call it T.O.? T.O. I'm not too worried about the fact that Jed in the Junkyard War is middle grade. Because we've seen Brandon write at multiple levels. Mm -hmm. that, especially yeah. with Brandon having a strong editorial hand. Yeah. It'll probably be fine. And, and I mean, Alcatraz is middle grade, yeah. and, and I like Alcatraz. Yeah. It, it doesn't do the same things as Brandon's YA and obviously Cosmere do, but it's not mm -hmm. supposed to. It's not meant to. Mm -hmm. um, so I, it's it's still I'm, interesting to read. I'm not worried that per se. I'm just kind of curious, mm -hmm. you know, based on this, it's sure. where is mainframe going in terms of grade level? Is it going to have everything and like... How many okay. how many teenagers are the reckoners recruiting to these different like terrorist cells they have going on? Right. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Going off of that, like I could see like since Reckoners has been out for a while, it's like the original teen readers are more in the adult range. That's true. But so like these could also be more adults. I imagine it'll Who probably knows? be more YA, but I, I expect so. Yeah. Now, yeah. then we have uh, some Legion slash Stephen Leeds stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which they they originally wanted to make it a TV show, but it never got off the ground, uh, and so they're gonna be they're doing a television series that's actually audio dramas, and so Max is guiding the process with that so there, there's going to be mm -hmm. some audio dramas for legion stuff i guess um i think legion is a better kind of franchise for audio than the reckoners is mm -hmm. um agreed yeah i've listened to a couple of the 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 true crime kind of podcasts mm -hmm. and i find that they work because like so one, one of the really nice things about legion when it comes to audio adaptations is that legion has a relatively small cast yeah mm -hmm. uh and so you can you can hire a few actors voice actors that is and and you can make a really high quality like audio adaptation audio original audio drama whatever 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'll sprinkle in some special effects for the aspects and things like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely like if if Brandon really wanted to write 20 Legion novellas, that would be very easy for him to do. Like, let's be honest, the the third one was just like, now we're going to give an ending where you cannot do more things after this. But like, you can have tons of Stephen Leeds cases. That's super easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um. So Legion was actually the first audiobook I ever listened to uh-huh. that I can recall. Because when Legion and then Legion Skin Deep were released, they gave it away on, for free on Audible for uh, limited time oh yeah I so remember that's that, how i yeah. got those two stories mm. so i didn't read a legion story until lies of the beholder right so it's like this feels very natural to me like yeah my mental image of legion is already on audio mm. so i'm interested if the, it will be just narration or if they will try to do like a full cast yeah, we don't know so like how many of these they're gonna be, but they're they're mm-hmm. working on a pilot episode mm-hmm. sometime. Cool. And there is also precedence for this sort of thing oh, in yeah. the industry already. Um, there's a company called Serial Box that I mm. started with, like serialized like print mm. stories, and but since then they've branched into serialized audio. Sure, like, okay. You get like a short story chapter like a week. Oh mm. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be cool. Now, what I'm most excited about in these mainframe announcements is that I, I just love the way Brandon says it. The final project I want to announce is an expansion to the Skyward series. Cause of course you would, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh but Brandon. The second, yeah. the second expansion to the Skyward series to the to the original skyward trilogy by the way yes that's 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 true but uh brandon recognizes that the second book focused only on spencer without much of the rest of skyward flight yes i know uh and jess is jess is very aware too uh of this and uh the third as the third novel continues spencer's story uh he's worried about that it'll feel isolated from the rest of the team and stuff so Jancy Patterson and Brandon designed a sequence of three tie-in novellas that each from a different viewpoint from uh, the team back at Detritus, uh, running parallel to Skyward 3 and having uh, some overlaps. Uh, and this one, the, the previous two were audio only, but these will be simultaneously released in ebook and audio, and thank God for that. Oh, my God. Oh, I... Just because the series is ongoing and audio exclusives probably a bad idea. Yes, that is true. That would be a bad idea. So I'm excited for these. That's that sounds great. Yeah, I'm definitely the most excited for these. I think at this point with where the Skyward series is, there's a good chance I'll read these when they come out and then just like put off reading the Skyward three until yeah. like the fourth book actually comes out. Jess is uh, maybe not that uh, extreme, but Jess is like. I have my expectations set for Skyward 3 that Jess really likes the other uh, Detritus characters and we're not going to see them. And mm-hmm. so she's she's just kind of disappointed with that. So yeah. at least we'll and get this. Brennan has compared these um, Skyward stories as similar to the Stormlight novellas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Contrasting with the Reckoners, which are the continuation of a series. Mm-hmm. 
the original, which was a new story, mm-hmm. and the Legion as Hollywood-style adaptations using screenwriters rather than novelists. So, yeah, and it, it it's pretty clear in this that Brandon is involved, obviously, but uh, he's like doing mm-hmm. more collabs, so more stuff can, you know, exist. Yeah. Which is also something he touches on later in the state of the Sanderson in the context of he has more idea than he has time to like actualize those ideas. And so uh, some ideas will either never happen or they need to happen with the assistance of other people. Yeah. And some of these ideas are Cosmere ideas and he realizes and recognizes that the Cosmere is very precious, not only to him, but also to a lot of fans. Yes. And he doesn't want like to just bring in people and be like, Hey, do Cosmere stuff. Now here is, I came up with this idea about magic kites. See, see what you can do with that. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And so he wants to essentially learn how to do collaborations in kind of safer environments. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So so non-Cosmere environments. Yeah. Um, and then once he is satisfied with both himself and the process of collaboration, then he can start bringing in people and like do um, n- not exclusively Brandon Cosmere stories. Um, and he does say which... the, the goal is to do more Cosmere, something like this in Cosmere, which... I'm cool with, but I will be upset if there are audio original, like audio exclusive Cosmere stuff for, I, I, I will complain on this show about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Loudly. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll make a solo video complaining. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's say my philosophy on this is that the only reason something would be an audible original audio exclusive thing for a period of time is because an audiobook company is paying for it to exist yeah so if it's the option between like not getting a story or getting it temporarily audio only i am 100 percent okay with that yeah brendan is also the the man of let's give all the people all the stories for free. Like, I can't imagine him being like, this is audio only, if he has any say in it. Yeah, yeah especially like, <laughs> like as Brandon becomes more of a force in an audiobook company, I think audio exclusives are going to become less and less likely. Mm. But I think they are reality of the business. I just don't want to like listen to something that's especially long like original was good it was a good length for me but i don't i don't um, think they would get too much longer than that because that from the all the like audio originals i've experienced which isn't very many granted Mm -hmm. have all been in like the five ish hours okay range not 20 hours or yeah. 60 hours of a stormlight. <laughs> I, w- I would still just rather just read it because I can read it faster and it'll just make everything easier, in my opinion. Five hours is almost a lot for me. I, I yeah, can barely even listen to like the two hour shardcast we put out anymore. Ser- seriously, like- though. Seriously, though. <laughs> Jess is like, oh, I'm so behind on shardcast. I'm like, just, just start with Rhythm Before stuff. It's fine. <laughs> what you actually watch shardcast? 
because I don't. <laughs> I sometimes watch the ones I'm not on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. David doesn't watch the ones he's on. I never watch them, but that's because I edit them, so. Yeah. Let's let's move on with part two. Brandon's here. Brandon's here. Uh, we're not going to dig too much into this because it's just a, a breakdown of what he did. Uh, essentially, mm-hmm. first half of the year was Rhythm of War. Yep. Stuff. Right. All the revisions and stuff. Makes um, sense. A little bit of Songs of the Dead revisions. Yep. So Songs of the Dead is the story formerly known as Death by Pizza. Uh, it's a collab with Peter Urolian, and it's a story about a heavy metal pizza delivery guy, was it? No, I don't think there's any pizza involved anymore. No, there's, there's, there's no, no more pizza. pizza. No, no, a necromancer heavy metal vocalist. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was the necromancer pizza delivery guy. Now it's a necromancer metalhead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Brandon has been excited to explore the metal culture, uh, right. and Peter Aurelian <laughs> as he um, always did with Mistborn. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And, and so Peter Aurelian is in in that culture. So it's it, it's going to be very interesting to see what comes out of that. I'm I'm really excited about Songs of the Dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then he did Don Shard yeah. stuff. Obviously, then he did Don Shard stuff. Yeah, we um, knew that. It's uh, it's amazing that it took a month for him to pump out what is it like eighty thousand words? No, it was more like uh, fifty thousand, and now it's cl- I think closer to sixty thousand in Don Shard. Okay. So like the the earlier drafts were a bit shorter. Which if you're a Kickstarter backer, you can uh, look at all the old drafts of Don Shard, which mm-hmm. are quite interesting. Uh, the revision notes. So if if you are a Way of Kings Kickstarter backer. You check this out. They're pretty cool. Yep. Uh, but that's the thing. And then he spent just a little bit of time on the Reckoners novellas. Nothing interesting there. And uh, Don Shard revisions, some Skyward, Skyward 3. 3 writing. Mm-hmm. Tentative um, titles nowhere for uh, the title, which I don't yeah. know if is a good title for Skyward 3, but okay. <laughs> The a problem I have sometimes with compound words like this is when that there's two possibilities for what the compound word could be. Because 50% of the time when I look at this, I see now here. Mm, right. And I'm like... I'm just not yeah. sure if you... If, like, a person looks at a bookshelf... Uh, in a bookstore and, mm-hmm. like, sees a book, it's called Nowhere. I don't know. I, I feel like it could be types- the butt of jokes. <laughs> I feel like there are two types of people. The people who are really intrigued by that and the people who are just like, that what? Is a stupid and then title. put it down and don't. Yeah, right, exactly. There. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I don't, yeah. I don't mind. And it. also the fact that it's a book three. It doesn't yeah, need yeah. to get like the book one. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's Zinger. Skyward was yeah. the best title of these. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't start with S, which is the real problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snowware. <laughs> <laughs> we fixed it i i don't hate nowhere as the name but if if the third one is nowhere and then the fourth one starts with an s again i will hate it yeah (laughs) that's that's true that's true i i I will hate it well unless unless the third one is also thematically different from the others which it might be in which case it's okay for the name to be yeah it would still bother me that it's not like that kind of 
like the overarching pattern of like they all start with s and have like the compound but well it's like when the aragon books were coming out yes it was i was just thinking that i was just it, thinking it was that. Air, going to be aragon eldest and empire which were all start yeah, with e yeah, and all yeah. our six letters and then he split the last book into two yeah. and named book three Brissinger. Which is uh, like he couldn't name the last one Empire because it would have been infuriating. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But mm-hmm. also Brissinger, terrible title. Yeah. Just 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 terrible. Uh so part three was uh Leatherbound Kickstarter updates. Uh I, mm-hmm. he he did say that they're not doing a Leatherbound next year. So that is one piece mm-hmm. of news that they they're moving the leather bound of Wax and Wayne, the first two of them, to 2022. So the, the plan for Wax and Wayne is to do Alloy of Law and uh, Shadows of Self as a single, not a single book, but like a single package. Package, yeah, I guess. Purchasable Set. unit. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. I love my purchasable units. <laughs> great marketing terms. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, so so they will they will probably sell those in the same way that the the Way of Kings leather bound is being sold, like in a single mm. slipcase, sure. two books. Right. Mm-hmm. No book no slipcase. No slipcases slip are being restricted to make stormlights more special. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one will also be just like the old leather bounce, it, it, like Elantris and Warbreaker and stuff like that. There's not going to be a Kickstarter for it. It will just be a thing you buy. And they are currently looking for about 150 bucks for the two the of two. them. Cool. Yeah. And also, uh, Way of Kings leather bounce will not be open for purchase again until they are shipped out, the ones that have already been ordered. That's good. Yeah. I, I liked Brandon saying that that he yeah. like doesn't want to take money from people because he they haven't shipped out all the ones they had. Good call. That that yes, that would look bad. Yep. Yeah, handle your pre-orders before you do yes. your pre pre-orders. Yes, <laughs> or something Very like much. that. Um, one quick thing we missed about Don Shard. There's a good potential that Don Shard's audio edition will be released by mainframe yeah that, that, that's a thing sure oh man is there anything like they're, they're working on the kickstarter stuff i don't know is there anything interesting here no. uh so. so digital goodies and like other kickstarter goodies have started arriving mm-hmm. so if you watched the live stream the the rhythm of war or stormlight spoiler live stream brandon showed off some of the stickers Mm-hmm. that have finally arrived in HQ. TLDR, things are moving along. Cool. Uh, not not much interesting there, in my opinion. Uh, so then uh, updates on primary projects. Uh, Rhythm of War. Spend three weeks on the New York Times bestseller list. Yay! And Ooh. as number one uh, must-read books uh, per Amazon's charts. So uh, the book did... did- Forty percent better in sales than the previous volume, which is wow. So, I, I I read that line and I thought, so so what does that mean, right? Does it mean that have we gained for at least forty percent new readers between Allspringer and Rhythm of War? Is that how that works? Okay, at a guess, I I have no idea, but I'm guessing it means like on a day-to-day sales numbers, 
were like 40% higher compared to like the same equivalent number of days after Oathbringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's that, uh, Grace. It's it's like okay. the YouTube analytics. It's yes. like, ah, this is views after the video gets published. That's exactly what it is. Well, but but in practical terms, right? So it it it's it probably doesn't mean that. 40% more people were just pre-ordering, right? Some of this has to be a sign of brand new readers. Yeah, between, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Books have a long mm -hmm. tail, so that's not particularly surprising, but mm -hmm. we I, we clearly picked up people. There's a lot more views on the channel, a lot more people on the side in Discord, that's for sure. A lot. Mm -hmm. We thought Oathbringer yeah. was busy. Jeez. It's gotten busy. It, it's busy. <laughs> So yeah, obviously Stormlight is still progressing, uh, and Brandon will start uh, book five in January 2022 uh, with the hope for a 2023 release. And for some reason, Brandon thinks that it's also a good idea to do the Kickstarter for Words of Radiance in 2023, which... Okay, Brandon. I this is going to be another repeat of 2020. Why would you do this? Like you, you can just yeah. wait another year. I don't, I don't understand. I, 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 I think there is a possibility that they will do just that because Brandon I, having an optimistic time frame for something that's never happened. Well, like I, I've been, I've been chatting with Isaac every now and then, and like the guy has been doing so much work between yeah. Rhythm of War. And the way of kings, that leather is very true. Yes, indeed. Like Brandon, Brandon, let the guy rest. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But then Brandon says, after that, what happens? Well, let's get to book five. Then I can talk about it more. And later he's like, oh, we're gonna have a talk about the Cosmere after book five of Stormlight. Yeah. Okay. I I know this is probably a good thing, but whenever somebody says we need, we to, need talk. to have a talk, we need to have a talk. It's, like, it's never a good thing. Don't, don't, don't tell me things like that. Just we'll have the talk when it needs to happen. Don't give me forewarning. <laughs> so no. now I'm stressed. No. Is it ending? No, it's not ending. We 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 need to talk is never. It, it's never a good thing. I would like to talk to you about something. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's still a little ominous. Yeah, no, it's but... it's definitely yeah. still ominous. It's exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, Skyward, he's working on Skyward three, tentatively called Nowhere. Cool. Uh, mm -hmm. and his goal is to have the first draft on January first, and then once once Skyward three is done, then there'll be a, a a fourth book, and he hopes to write that the later half of next year, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in between Skyward 3 and Skyward 4, we have the Lost Metal. Lost for a very long time. Man. Maybe Mist maybe finally no longer lost. Mistborn Era 2. Era 2 has been a real long time. <laughs> Allo yeah. Alloy of Law came out in 2011. 20 yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember camping for that release. Yeah. Uh, so Era, Era 2, even though the books themselves are shorter, will have spanned more years than, Over a decade. than era one <laughs> yeah uh one thing that i noticed that might mean absolutely nothing is that he didn't actually use the lost metal in this state of the sanderson yeah, he always but... just called it wax and wayne four 
wondering if he's like starting to question whether or not he wants to change that. Yeah, Grace, he forgot that he titled the Threnody novel and just called it Threnody novel rather than the Dust Brigade, which yeah. he told us, which is yeah. a great title. Maybe he doesn't like it yeah. anymore, but and he's done the same thing with like the Rhythmatist sequel. Which, <laughs> right. Uh, we we have I, a title for. I, I think I think a part of this is just he doesn't want to use obscure names that only a fraction that, of the fandom that's knows. Probably yeah. accurate. That like, oh, Wax and Wayne Four, everyone knows what it is, rather than Lost Metal, Wax and Wayne Four. Like these these blog posts are already super frickin' long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use the buzzwords people know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so his plan with uh, Lost Metal, he will refine and update the outline for uh, Lost Metal uh, while beta readers work on Skyward 3 around February. Then he'll start writing it March, April with the goal to finish around July, which that's totally doable because the Era 2 books are a quarter Stormlight. Under yeah. a quarter Stormlight, really, compared to the I, I think they're about the size of a Skyward book. Yeah, they're about 100,000-ish. And then... Once Era 2's done, his eyes go to Era 3, and his plan is to write them all in a row, like the first trilogy, maybe with a novella in between from Another World to keep him fresh, and that's likely to be his writing after Stormlight 5, and so that'll be 2023-2025. And then he says once that's done, he'll dive into Stormlight 6. Mm-hmm. So that is and very exciting. Very exciting, but it's a little different because I thought we heard that uh, he was going to alternate Era 3 and Elantra sequels. So He did say that at one point. Didn't he say the Elantra sequels like needed to be done before the That's, second that half is of what, Yeah, that is what he said. Yeah, something like that. Like they, they was in, it was necessary. Yeah. Or I, I th- it was necessary that they happened before Era 3, I think. So like that makes it even no. more curious. Not not before Era Three. I don't think so. So it was like as his alternating. Like regardless, they he signified that they were important. Right? Maybe yeah. that has to do with the talk about the call from Era. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe. Uh, but he does say in talking about the secondary projects that the Elantra sequel. He, he's. He lumped in Elantris, Warbreaker, and Rhythmatist all together, even though Rhythmatist is not Cosmere, but that's fine. That he's like, ah, I've been targeting the post-Stormlight 5 timeline for these, uh, and he thinks Rhythmatist 2 could slip between Era 3 books, but no mention on specific Elantris things, so maybe that plan's changing. Uh, maybe maybe he wants to do, maybe he wants to alternate Stormlight books and, and Elantris sequels. Elantris mm-hmm. sequels, Warbreaker yeah. sequels, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Very true. So essentially, essentially, those sequels will take the place of the Skyward books. Yeah. Right now. And and Brandon has talked to how hey maybe I shouldn't start new series because uh, I need to start focusing in on Cosmere. So that's yeah. not and also finish some series. Yeah, yeah, and like though he had those other projects with Mainframe, he's not like the only writer there, and so he's. He he is is technically doing less, I think. Secondary projects. Yep. Uh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Alcatraz six has been done for a long time, Just and getting it's, illustrations right. I, I mean, the book is is virtually done, but it, yeah. it it will not be out until 
a while. Yeah. Um, they're going to relaunch the series in paperback with new covers and there'll be a, there'll probably be a box set, uh, for next Christmas and, or maybe early 2022, but the sixth and final book projected to come out in hardcover spring 2022 that will still have, they're hoping that they'll get a hardcover that has the same cover style as the other tour re-releases of Alcatraz yeah. in hardcover, which is good. Mm-hmm. So I am really excited about this. I like Alcatraz a lot, but also I personally am happy that he's kind of waiting because it makes me a little nervous how many times he kind of indicates that he is pushing his publishers to get things out super quickly. And yeah. the fact that this Alcatraz book, he's like, all right, I'll like do the publisher's timeline. Makes yeah, that's me, true. Makes Publishers me do like a longer timeline than Brandon Gibbs. Yeah, I, except for Era Two, where they pushed out two books within that is three true. months of each yeah, other. Yeah, that, that was one hundred percent tour. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been thinking about yeah. that a lot, and it's like sometimes Brandon says that they need more time, and he's pushing them to release things faster. And sometimes he says that they just release things as soon as he gives them to them. Um. Yeah. And and I think this might be like for something like Stormlight or Mistborn, mm. Tor just wants that out of the door sure. ASAP. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And then for smaller projects, they treat them as just like, like any other project. And so they, they try to slot them in whatever release schedule they have. Cosmere is the moneymaker for sure. So yeah. yeah. The last Alcatraz book is co-authored with Jan C. Patterson, uh, who we talked about a little before, and it's going to be uh, from Bastille's viewpoint. And so, yeah. So, first quarter 2022 for that. That's nice. So, Dark One, uh, they're, they're planned to be three graphic novels eventually if people like them. That is different. I, like, What? I thought we had a confirmed trilogy. I thought I thought it was a confirmed trilogy. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Dark One is a much better graphic novel than White Sand, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I would really like to see those. Like, are, are, are they not confirmed? I'm significantly less interested if that is not confirmed. He's what? also doing a prose audiobook version of In the Future, which is that new, I think? That's new. No. That it's been obliquely like mentioned that there was going to be an audio version, which this I am very much not excited about. But I I thought there was going to be like an entire multimedia thing where there would be like a podcast thing. Yes, there were two audio things. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One was the podcast. One was just an audio version of the same exact story. But yeah, that I yeah. like. Yeah. We're seeing the story already in yeah. graphic novel form. I, I'm not excited about doing a prose audiobook rewrite of it. Yeah, we even did. A I new- think it's a waste of time. We even did a news article that was like dark one, and there, there were like a few titles that I don't remember yep. what they are. Yep. But uh, prophetic histories was one of them. Oh I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. What the other one was? Yeah, I can't I- remember. 
it seems to me that the longer this goes on, the the scope of the projects that Brandon is talking about is getting like slowly scaled down. Which well, that's probably good. Really surprise me. That's probably in terms of in terms of Dark One in particular, like how much he talks about what is coming out with it. And he does mention a television show. We'll we'll talk about the television show, but I'm I'm just surprised that not more Dark One announcements. Honestly. Yeah, I yeah, kind of expected kind of a, a release or a target release date for the second volume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe sales were lower than expected or something. Maybe. Uh, I maybe. But I I thought the pre-orders were, were sold high. Were, were high. I think they sold out of the pre-orders. Yeah, I think they did. Maybe because it hasn't released through regular retail channels. I don't know. No, I mean, you can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it digitally. You can't buy print. Oh, really? Well, yeah. It, yeah. It's not going into widespread print release until May. Oh, okay. Which huh. is probably tied into the paper shortages, paper shortages. in yeah, the yeah, publishing yeah. industry. Yeah. Songs of the Dead uh, talked about that. Uh, it's urban fantasy, but it's in final revisions, and uh, they don't know when it's coming out. So... <laughs> so Updates on minor projects. Uh, White Sand, there's being a White Sand Omnibus with a 30 plus page prologue. Cool. By another artist. Uh, yay, more artists. <laughs> which which makes the fourth one. Uh, to be fair, I have seen this person's work on like Twitter and Instagram. Um, they, they do really high, like I love their art. They do really good art. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there was an image in this blog. Yeah, the images aren't Mm -hmm. working for me, but I remember looking yesterday and the sketches were Mm -hmm. cool. But for some reason, today on Saturday, the images are not here. Oh, as someone who bought all the graphic novels separately, not super enthusiastic about buying an entire omnibus for a 30-page prologue. Well, they're also doing like small tweaks and fixes and things like that throughout. The boombox the... will go away. Who will know boom about bo- the boombox? No more boombox. No more electric lamps. No more horses. The ceiling no fan. More Ivy bags. The, the ceiling Ivy fans. Bag. Yeah. They're they're doing a lot of small fixes, but one probably never going to read White Sand again, and two graphic novels are expensive, and like rebuying basically the entire thing sounds like yeah. a lot of money that I don't want to yeah. spend for yeah. a thirty-page yeah, that, prologue. Fair. That's, that's fair. fair. <laughs> but apparently, he keeps talking about he might do a revision of the original prose uh, novels, and he'll update it to match the graphic novels. In terms of character and narrative, as the graphic novel is Cosmere canon. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about that? Uh, waste of time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why? Yeah. So it is, it, Brandon has said that a couple of times, and it's good of him to, to keep saying it. The graphic novel is canon, right? Mm-hmm. The boombox is not canon. The ceiling fans are not canon. But like, <laughs> the, the, no, that's important. Cosmere canon, <laughs> not errors. Um, the the characters who are there are canon, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the characterization, the plot, the sure. things that happen. Apparently, the faces in the sky. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. The Fatum. The Fatum. That, that's canon. Yeah. 
canon yeah. of how how uh, sand mastery sounds. That is a canon that's, sound. That's canon. That's canon. <laughs> Let's put that yeah. on the 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 info box for the magic system. Sound effect. Um, Fatum on the yeah. copyright. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, okay. But also, it's it's just the tiniest bit. Well, no, I guess not. Because because like, so if if we want Brandon to do books instead of non-books right instead of audio things instead of graphic novels and things like that then him wanting to do white sand as a proper book is reasonable um i acknowledge that there are probably more important things for him to work like a lot especially Mm -hmm. if he's never going to be able to write a prose sequel like like, eh, yeah you know um I was also hoping to hear this is going back to White Sand to, to, to the graphic level. Yeah. I was hoping to hear something about the Dark Side yeah. um graphic mm-hmm. novels. Yep. But I guess those are a little further out. Maybe maybe going off that whole like Isaac's been a little busy this year <laughs> type thing. Yeah. And, and I imagine this omnibus is is something he's directing, right? As the art yeah, director. Right, sure. My philosophy is that audio books are basically just regular books but being read aloud graphic novels are their own thing yeah so it's like yes audiobooks should have print versions but i think if something is going to be a graphic novel like it should be a graphic novel like it shouldn't also be a prose thing it's otherwise we're just getting the same story twice and it's yeah. I'd rather see new stories. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Talked about Reckoners and Legion. Uh, he has Soulburner mm-hmm. as a heading. Still a cool secret going on here, but I can't say anything. Do we, do we know anything about Soulburner? I think he's mentioned it it's once, like right? space opera, sci-fi, doom thing. Yeah, but not adamant, which is also a space not opera. Not adamant. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Not adamant, no. He mentions it. I also don't think Soberner is Cosmere, but I also don't think we know that for a fact. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think. I think, Adam, I think Adamant switched. Adamant, he wrote the first novella as it not being, but mentioned he might try yeah, to slide yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. He says Apocalypse Guard still plan to do a revision of it and get it out, likely after Skyward 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not before then. So. so not next year. Nope, not at all. Uh, that's the one that had a, a broken ending, and Brandon just needs to figure out how to fix it. Although apparently, like, I guess Dan was working on it, Dan Wells. So yeah, it's it's back in in Brandon's court. Hmm. Yeah, because it's like the thing about the broke end that is broken is part of the magic system, and ah. Brandon is the one that has to fix hmm. that. Because there was also some character issues, I think, wrong with it, which hmm. is what Dan fixed. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and like they did a short reading of that during their kind of joint mm-hmm. live stream, and it it sounded amazing. Yeah, but he didn't like the ending, so okay. All their small projects. All right, what do we got? Adamant just mentioned, untitled mm-hmm. Threnody novel. Brandon, you you I mean you you did have a title, so I don't know if it's still the title, but we we knew it would be called Dust Brigade, yeah, mm-hmm. which is a great title, I think. Uh, Six of the Dust sequel, so there will be an episode. We have recorded an episode on that Six of the Dust sequel reading. 
I don't know when Brandon's going to finish and or release that sucker, but he's been very slowly working on that and it is pretty exciting. Mentions Untitled Emperor's Soul sequel. He did talk about this in uh, Some Words of Brandon that he's mm-hmm. he has a good idea for an Emperor's Soul sequel, so I'm down for that. He has been excited by by that. He's been excited that he's finally come up with like an interesting story that mm-hmm. that can be a sequel to the Emperor's Soul and not like just flop. Yeah, Emperor's Soul. Uh, because he's also. Re- yeah, he's really proud of the Emperor's Soul, and so he doesn't want to be. just write a sequel. Yep. Yeah, so like for a long time he was saying, like, there's probably not going to be a sequel unless I get a cool idea. Apparently he has had the cool idea. Awesome. So that that to me sounds like the sort of thing that's when he talks about small Cosmere novellas yeah. to slot between yeah. misborn mm-hmm. books, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if one of those is Emperor's Soul novella. Absolutely. Like, like yeah. Sequel. Mm-hmm. Would love that. Silence Divine is on the list. That is set on Ashen in the Rosharan system. Don't forget. Very, very important to note, the Silence Divine was off this list for a very long time. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It was. And and I think the global pandemic has inspired Brandon you, to revisit you know, Ashen. I, I know Brandon has talked. It's like, as a writer, the pandemic is very interesting. But I know that there's a lot of suffering. And like... I think that makes sense. Like the pandemic is going to shape a lot of stuff, right? Obviously. So yeah, maybe uh, stories about bacteria or viruses giving magical abilities. Yeah, I can imagine that uh, got into his thoughts. Uh, But I'm I'm really excited by this. Um, Not only is it, I mean, it's obviously not more Stormlight, right? But it's also kind of a little bit more Stormlight. I mean, it's set in the Rasharan system. Like that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna like, pick that apart <laughs> did, did, we are gonna have hints about because like the the histories of the three planets in the Rosharan systems system are connected yeah um and yeah you can you can tell a story that is set either in the past or the future of any one of these planets and it doesn't have to have like direct connections to the others and to what mm-hmm. we see in the in the kind of the mainline stormlight books but also there's gonna be things like Offhanded references yes. and myths and th- and the remarks oh, and things yeah. like that and and I I love this stuff. This is I I really want the Silence Divine to be yeah. a thing. And I I know Brandon was saying how he had a cool concept, but not like the the story wasn't there. Like the concept <laughs> was there, but just not the story. So and also the concept was not fully there. Yeah, like there it was like a pitch, but not really anything after that. Secret standalone Cosmere book. <laughs> what do you oh, think Brandon. secret uh, standalone Cosmere book is? Uh, which may- maybe we should also mention before we talk about secret standalone thing. There's that wacky YA Cosmere book with magic kites. Excellent. I'm glad that's still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, new thing, Kingmaker, first of the sun YA novel, not involving sixth and Aether of Night. So, secret standalone Cosmere book is not those other things. I am immediately skeptical of any Brandon book with the word standalone in it. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 fair. Um, yes, but I will I will counter that with I am immediately excited by any Brandon book with the word secret in it. 
he mm. does like his secret projects. So he yes. got to have a secret project and sudden expansions of more things. Except hey. the empty gin novella. That was okay. Yeah. Something that is not, was not listed on this list uh-huh. is the Silverlight novella. That's true. Which yeah. possibly could now be a Silverlight novel. We don't what know. if it's what if the Silverlight novella is the secret standalone Cosmere book? Oh, it could be. I, I mean, he that's talked about Silverlight enough that I feel <laughs> like does, that though. wouldn't be. It's not that project. secret. Why wouldn't he just say it's like it's a Silverlight novel now? It's a novel now. Yeah, yeah because that, Brandon loves torturing us. Because <laughs> Brandon maybe is like rushed writing these somewhat. Maybe I don't know. Because mm-hmm. he, hmm. he talked about Aether being a trilogy last year, right? And now it's just like it's Aether of Night. Yeah, but but just saying Aether of Night doesn't like it, it could still yeah, be a trilogy. Kingmaker's I, new. Kingmaker's new. Well, I think we might have heard mention of a First of the Sun YA novel, but this is the first time we have a title. That's true. Yes. Yeah, First of the Sun YA title does or YA yeah, yeah, novel yeah, yeah, does yeah. sound familiar mm-hmm. as a concept. Brandon has been uh, excited for YA stuff, right? In the Cosmere. And that that sounds fun. Yeah, glad magic. I think Skyward. I think Skyward has been doing well in yeah. in the because like you can. I, I think you can see a big jump in the quality of writing between, let's say, the Reckoners and Skyward. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um. So if if we see another, maybe not similarly sized jump, but another improvement from Skyward to Cosmere YA, um, I think we are looking at some some great Cosmere stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if if the Sixth of the Desks novella and sequel focus on like the island and the perpendicularity and stuff like that, having a another novel kind of set elsewhere on the world, yeah. just sort mm-hmm. of learning what else is out there and more about yeah. other cultures sounds yeah. maybe, fun. Maybe see the main the not the homeland, the mainland. The, the mainland. Mainland. Yeah. Mainland. Yeah. 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 Because it's like we basically just know about the Elikan Islands. Yeah. And yep. there's a whole rest of the planet out there. And also, we did learn about this in 2019. Series oh, excellent. I just checked. Fantastic. And interesting how this is, these are all, I mean, if Adamant is Cosmere, then this entire paragraph is Cosmere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. is true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, who knows when Adamant will exist, if at all. Yeah, um, it is interesting. So, like, on that note, mm-hmm. Brandon has talked about um, kind of feeling the need to prioritize Cosmere a little bit more so he can, you know, finish the Cosmere. Um, and I think the last several years have seen his kind of side projects, his diversions, his distractions, his palate cleansers be largely non-Cosmere, mm. right? Uh, so mm. with the Reckoners, with Skyward, with like all of these tiny, not even novellas, more novelettes type of things that sure. he's been writing, short stories, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think these last, let's say, five years or so have been him learning like other formats and other mm-hmm. uh, mediums. Yeah. And now that he feels confident enough, he can bring this experience into the Cosmere and start knocking these things out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Makes he'll sense. still get a palate cleanser from Mistborn if he does, like, I want to have YA story with magic kites. It's like, yeah, I mean, there <laughs> yep. could be some Cosmere stuff, but should be pretty mm-hmm. different, you know? Yep. Yeah. 
and is like adamant I could based off of his pitch for that, which was like he would write like it would be a series of like six novellas. Like he write the first sure. and last one, I think. And then the other four would be co-written with somebody else. Like I definitely see like he might subsume that into mainframe. Sure. Do, like, yeah, audio yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems plausible. Let's go and talk about adaptations. Yeah, basically, Brandon says there's no motion on adaptations, basically. Um, Great, we're um, talking about adaptations. I I do want to say Alcatraz, uh, options by the writers of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies adapting for an animated series. Oh, that is cool. I have thought for a really long time that Alcatraz could be a really fun meta animated series type thing. If you are familiar Mm -hmm. with uh, The Emperor's New Groove, that kind of like a meta humor. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it would work really well with Alcatraz. Yep. And like and Alcatraz looking into the camera and breaking the fourth because because yeah. he breaks the fourth wall all the time. You can mm-hmm. you can do fourth wall breaking very well. Uh that's mm-hmm. that's great. I mean if, if it works out, it's it's great. Yes. Uh you can you can go through part seven in the state of the Sanderson blog and just see who owns all the different things and mm-hmm. uh find out that there's no motion in any of them. I mean Skyward's yeah. optioned. Uh which is yeah. kinda cool. Yeah. And uh, J. Michael Straczynski wrote the pilot for Dark One, and they're still shopping it, shopping yep. it around. And so, snapshots yep. option lapsed. I know you're excited about that, Ian. <laughs> I just don't like that story. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> then there's uh, cool other projects, which are just other things. Uh, they were thinking about picture books, but... Uh, with with the picture books, uh, Brandon has been talking about uh, wanting to do kind of Hoyd's story or Wiss stories from Stormlight um, as picture books. So the girl who looked up, um, most recently from Rhythm of War, the Dog and the Dragon, yep. Fleet, Wonder Sail. That's all of them. That's all of them. Uh, he's been <laughs> he's been wanting to do any number of these. Queen Saw and Sleeping Saw, uh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Yes, that would be a suitable picture. <laughs> I, I could I highly requested Queen, Queen Saw sleeping, sleeping with, the, with moon. the moon. Yes, I mean, that's what I it's called. Like, I feel like even like Wonder Sale gets a little bit dark for uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sale like, and Flea, I don't think would work either. That that probably just means it's it's a good thing that Brandon refers to the girl who looked up and the dog. At, and the dragon, yes, those would be good picture books. The other ones, uh, yeah, fun. yeah. He, he he hasn't referenced the other ones. I was just listing them for no good reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the girl who looked up is the one that he repeatedly cites as as being really interesting. And so, uh, turns out that is not happening, at least in the immediate future. Uh, it's just it's it's not working out with uh, the publisher, was it? Yeah, they had different visions, and Brandon wanted more continuity control for yeah, continuity control, creative control, whatever. Makes right? sense. And so what Brandon's going to do is he's going to try a different uh, picture book, not Mm -hmm. one of which story, just something original that he comes up with. Mm -hmm. And I think he's mentioned this in a live stream, I feel like. That that sounded familiar to me. It does. Yeah. And then uh, one of the ones with Isaac on it, and they were talking about Mm -hmm. um, monsters from around your pants. And so he's going to try to get one of these out once again to get a feel for the industry, to get a feel for the market, to like gain a little bit of experience. And then once he feels confident, he will circle back and do a Cosmere picture book, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, probably starting with the dog and the dragon. That is 
probably an easier one to adapt than the girl who looked up mm-hmm. let's be honest yeah. it, it feels like that one was almost designed in that way but it still works really great as a story so that is all we have for the picture books um other things kickstarter for reckoner's game was earlier this year yep. that is now in production and should be shipping sometime in the future mm-hmm. uh cult to adventure was a thing this year yep great art big big thumbs up for the art people were happy with the game itself mm-hmm. as well i'm glad so with the way fantastic. they handled things just like in shipping them out they were very transparent yeah. about that which was good yeah i am i am very pleased with brother wise games in every single possible way yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh crafty games is doing things um that kickstarter for the metal mistborn dice is nearing shipping and stuff. Mm-hmm. There, uh, et cetera, et cetera. For Mistborn House War, cool. There's that. Mm-hmm. Oh, important. So if you backed up the Way of Kings Leatherbound Kickstarter on one of the tiers where you get all of the challenge coins, like all of the mm-hmm. Radiant Order oh. challenge coins, there is a person known as Scarlet. Uh, she is in our Discord. She's on Twitter. Um, she got a license to produce a display case. Oh my for, God! I didn't see this fact, earlier. Uh, she produced a display case for these things, and at any point in this video, it will appear somewhere beneath me. It looks great. I think you might be running out of time to pre-order that. It's also one hundred twenty-five dollars. So it is one hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a little pricey, but also if you paid 500 bucks for a book, maybe you can afford the 120 bucks for a display case. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Neat. But it, but it's great. Yeah, that looks great. If you like it and if you can afford it, I would recommend putting a pre-order for that by the end of the year. Because, so I don't know this for a fact, don't quote me on this, but I think pre-orders close at the end of the year and then you're going to have to wait an indefinite amount to to get one of them doesn't seem to say that but on the site but yeah i i i think it's uh one of her tweets okay cool i'm like i'm big big not sure on any of this sure well i mean the Uh, wooden case looks awesome it does and it also comes with a small display case for the wit or witless Mm. challenge coin Mm-hmm. It looks different, so it, it's all fantastic work. I highly recommend it. Very cool. And on a different note, uh, there's another... Uh, there are two decks of Stormlight cards, playing cards, yep. in development. Mm-hmm. One of them is part of the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the art for, for all of the cards. They look amazing. Mm-hmm. The other one is a deck of cards being produced by... King's Wild Project? King's Wild Project, yes. I think we've seen one card of that, or or maybe just a draft of one of the cards, uh, but it, it looks good. And they're a company that does cards, card decks, mm-hmm. so something to look forward to. It's also Foam Shardblade designs, that's cool. Foam Shardblades. Calden Artbook. Yeah. Did ahead. you say two Stormlight cards or Stormlight and Mistborn? I thought he just said oh. two decks of cards. But uh Yeah, I Yeah, I'm okay. I'm not so sure what again. I said, but 
the <laughs> King King's Wild is Mistborn, <laughs> and the Way of Kings is obviously Starlight. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there's other Cosmere merchandise. Uh, Sharpus Mint has Mistborn coins. Uh, Bottle Eye Jewelry has lots of stuff, except uh, if you want a Truth Watcher glyph thing. But uh, other than that one, uh, they sell all the Radiant Order things, except Truth Watcher. Except the best one. <laughs> well, Yo shouldn't have gone and gotten corrupted, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine... Enlightened. Just, COVID is weird. I'm sure they intended to do stuff with that. There, there's also a bunch of translation updates that you could probably look at. So, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Check those They're out. Not interesting for the video. Yeah. If you if you like international editions, you can. Oh my god, my balls keep dropping. <laughs> That's staying in the video. That's staying in the video. <laughs> you heard it here. Argent's balls have dropped. Finally. Confirmed. Okay, hold up. Let me let me put him back on. This is what we have to deal with, listeners. I I am. I imagine the audio listeners have already clicked off of this because uh, of the jingling when Argent talks, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you're, you're missing out, is what I'm saying. So, I mean, projected schedule, uh, it's pretty simple. Fall 2021, Skyward 3. Uh, spring 2022, Alcatraz 6. Fall 2022 for Wax and Wayne 4. So that that's good. Spring, summer 2023, Skyward 4. Unlike Brandon's uh, Reddit update where he said 2022 for that, which I knew had to be a mistake, and it was. <laughs> uh, and then fall 2023, Stormlight 5. So next year is going to be a little skinny. But uh, we're used with... to that between a bigger and rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seemingly, seemingly only Skyward Three. Although I wouldn't be surprised if we get the White Sand Omnibus at some point. Mm-hmm. Although with paper shortages and things like that, who knows, right? And, um, and some like mainframe things might be probably some out. mainframe things. Yeah, 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 possibly. Mm-hmm. And but um, in the schedule, it doesn't mention like Horn Eater, the novella between four and five mm-hmm. of Stormlight. Which, like Brandon's yeah. talked about, but didn't mention it here for some reason. But I would hope he would want to put that out before, uh, you know, the month that Stormlight Five comes out. Uh, but yeah, we have that for twenty, and then twenty twenty two between the Lost Meadow and Alcatraz Six. I think it's going to be an exciting year, and <laughs> then twenty twenty three between Stormlight Five and Skyward Four is Good also year. going to be a very exciting yeah. year. That's yeah. a big year 20... of endings right there. And and probably words of radiance leatherbound. Oh my god. Uh it's it's like the the season finale of like this section of, the of Brandon's writing career <laughs> of this phase of phase the Cosmere one. cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. 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 I wonder I wonder what phase we are in. Feels like phase I think I think we're, we're moving like into phase, phase three. We're, we're definitely like phase two or phase three. Yeah, I, I would say I, I feel like we're at the like end of phase two. I don't know. We're yeah. we're, we're I, moving I into, say, like, into phase two. Stormlight Five is end of phase two because we had like beginning phase was like Cosmere was still very much in the background. Yeah, largely now things are becoming more and more. Yeah, to the yeah, forefront. yeah. The you'll see more interactions. That might actually be. 
because uh, Brandon says, oh, we need to have another. Uh, it will be time to have another big talk about the future of the Cosmere. It might just yeah. be something like that. But like, yeah, uh, there's going to be more mixing between worlds. And he's just like, yeah, more like mm-hmm. officially putting that out there, which I imagine could very well be true for Era 3, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. So um, it, it could just be that simple where Brandon's like, OK, we got to talk. I know this is in the background. It is now not going to be in the background anymore. Rhythm of War no, uh, no. was kind of a lot. Yeah, Rhythm of War, if you've read it, um, it, it touches stuff. on a lot of Cosmere. It does. <laughs> that it's, is- it's, not, it's not a full-blown Cosmere novel just yet. But, yep. but yeah. uh, 2021, uh, <laughs> he'll finish writing Wax and Wayne 4, Skyward 4, bringing those series to a close. And uh, if <laughs> he has extra time, ha. Uh, do a draft of Apocalypse Guard, maybe finish Six of the Dust sequel novella, and Skyward novellas. That's all 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think he's going to have a little bit of time, right? Because Skyward 3 first draft is, as, as of right now, 70% done. Yeah. So that will be done either by January or like in the first couple of weeks of January, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'd say mm-hmm. so. And then Skyward 4 is also probably going to take like a couple of months to write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Wax and Wayne 4 is not going to take him 10 months. No. And the the reason why it's fall 2022 is because Brandon's going to write uh, Wax and Wayne the second half of next year. Uh, yeah. But, but I'm saying like between these three, they're, they don't seem enough to fill up massive. his entire year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. obviously revisions and stuff, but. I don't actually remember where it is, but we didn't talk about Brandon had a throwaway line somewhere in the state of the Sanderson oh, yeah? about how his yeah. goal is to own a film production company. Oh someday. yeah, maybe oh, that was yeah. in the the media stuff that we quickly skipped over. <laughs> I, I don't think it is though, but I don't remember where it is. Let me. Yeah, no, no, uh, no, no. Yeah, that's right. I think in mainframe. What was that? Oh, gonna... it is in mainframe. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this would let the, me both explore storytelling in some new ways and build towards one of my eventual goals, which is having my own film production company. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, that would, that sounds cool. Uh, yeah, that's one way to make sure you get movies made. <laughs> bet you want. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Can we? Can we? So I, I know there's a couple of artists who listen to this. Can we like take that image of, of like early Thanos putting on the glove and going, fine, I'll do it myself. You know, I I will say there are some fantastic artists who listen to this. Uh, After the Teravangian episode, there were some fantastic, like truly fantastic art things. I mean, yes, the the artwork. The the artwork was a legit joke. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But uh, there there were some fantastic uh, fake sponsors, and uh, Odie Yum was fantastic. Uh, so. Odie, Odium. It, they, it, it looks delicious. Breakfast of champions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I would have some of that in my spirit web. It's how, it's how he gets people to accept him these days. Like, yeah, some cereal. No. Forget, forget giving the pain. Here's, here's a sugary breakfast cereal with raisins. You, <laughs> you get a little bit of that, and you're guaranteed <laughs> to return for more. <laughs> Capital R, of Thank course. You. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds great uh, about a film production company. Oh, mm-hmm. there was also another 
throwaway line about films uh, in that he rented a movie theater, which was cheap to do, and to see Tenet, which this line was great. It might just be the most Nolan-y Christopher Nolan film that was ever nolan upon the world. <laughs> I want to see it. I haven't seen it. So. Apparently, especially if you like Christopher Nolan movies. I generally do. But yeah, uh, a film production company, yeah, that would be... I mean, he's already building an evil underground lair, so, you know, you gotta... With the movie theater. With the movie theater, so yeah. you gotta have your evil Hollywood film production company and then your villainous arc is complete. <laughs> I mean, at, at some point, you gotta do something with your money. I mean, Cosmere does not seem to be slowing down, that's for sure, with Rhythm of War. Like, jeez. Yeah. Oh, we are gonna be busy. That's for sure. This this fandom was thirsty for content. I mean, we were very thirsty for content and Cosmere. That is... For sure. Please, please don't put out Horn Eater the same month as uh, Stormlight 5, Brandon. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. That is that is just a bad idea. Come on. Like, if it was summer, if Donshard was like this summer, like, that would have yeah. been good. No. That would have been perfect. I mean, even even Brandon says in this that he ideally would have liked a little bit more time to work on Donshard. Yeah. It was it was just the logistics of a Kickstarter and having to to complete the the novella or rather wanting to complete the novella before yeah. the book was out and things like so. Cool. Any other uh, final state of Sanderson thoughts? Things? Not that exciting, honestly. Like, Not super spicy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, kind of a kind of a medium spicy. Yeah. I don't really expect anything super spicy until we hit that like 2023 mark. Oh yeah. State of Sanderson 2023 is going to be off off the rails for yeah. sure. That's going to be the best one. Unless we get some weird like whatever NDA is preventing Brandon from telling us what Soulburner is like <laughs> expires next year. Surprise, I have a secret project that I was working on in 2021. <laughs> Hello. It's like, yeah. Surprise, I've been working on the Soulburner movie for the past five years. I mean, he knows like, he... I, I, hmm? I have seen the theory that Soulburner is a video game, which would be exciting. That would be cool. So we do know that Brandon is writing for a video game. That is true. Um, I totally forgot but, about that. But my understanding is that it's an established, like, big company or big franchise um, that he's mm -hmm. contributing to a little bit, not that he's, like, a main mm. writer or director or something like that. Yeah, because he probably just wants to get his feet in, like, what video game mm -hmm. writing is like a little bit. Yeah. That, that, that seems to be the 2010s, 20-teens, 21 question marks years of Brandon's career. I'm glad we're in the, 20, uh, in the 20s. That just makes <laughs> everything easier. <laughs> but cool. Yeah, I am I'm really excited, Grace, to fast forward three years and just see State of Sanderson. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Three years from now. Like, that will be, that'll be crazy. Era, era three, phase three. Phase three. Mm -hmm. So, well, cool. Uh, let's go on and play Who's That Cosmere Character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere? 
Cosmere character. All right, listeners, you know how the game is played. You send an email to WCC at 17shard.com with five clues and a character that those clues correspond to. I read each clue aloud, and after each one, our panelists have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Let's begin. Awesome. All right, this first one was sent in by Tika Masala. Mm-hmm. Clue one, this character is rebellious. Kelsier. It is not Kelsier. Phil. <laughs> it is not Phil. Adolin. It is not Adolin. Gotta start with Clue two. fruit. This character is part of a secret society. Oh, crap. <sighs> Moash. It is not Moash. I'm going to guess Yarda and say the Ska Rebellion is a secret society. It is not Yarda. That's not Yarda. Oh, it's Yarda. No, Yarda's Who's the leader else. of the Ska Rebellion. No, that was Yedin. I was thinking oh. Yedin. Yarda is King Dedalin's general, I think. Oh, yeah. I yeah, was thinking see, Yedin. Yeah, because I was th- going to think, uh, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, like, I literally thought <laughs> Yedin. I'm like, no, that's not the name. <laughs> not how it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I remember because Yarda is Parlin's dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip Parlin. Rip Parlin. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> uh, but this is the minute, uh, over decade old co- stuff that we talk about on Who's That Cosmic Character. Sick. Oh, well, I was going to guess. Oh. I, was, I, I mean, I, I'm going to guess. Well, I mean, should I even guess yet? And if that was what Ian meant, I don't know. I mean, I answered for what he said. All right, well, I'm, yeah, gonna guess, I'm, I'm gonna guess Yedin because that's what I was is, thinking of. It is not Yedin. Okay. Clue three. This character betrays a family member. Ooh. Deft. It is not Teft. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Except wrong. Hellerin. It is not Hellerin. What was um, the first clue again? Rebellious, part of a secret society, oh. betrays a family member. Oh, okay. Um, I thought there was a clue before rebellious, so that's not true. Yeah. The implicit zeroth clue: this character is from Rashar. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I mean, secret society. <laughs> like that's why we had to guess the Scout Rebellion. Because it's like, I mean, technically, like, you could probably rationalize that that is a secret group. I guess technically. Who betrayed a family member in a secret society? Huh. A member of their family, right? Presumably, because everyone is a member of a family. (laughs) I betrayed a family member. (laughs) I mean, technically speaking. Now, if you wanted to get spicy, you could be like, is it a actual family is it a metaphorical fam- like bridge for their family mm. i have a guess but i already used my guess mm. oh no secret tunnel i'm going this doesn't quite fit but i'm gonna guess redden the heterochromatic it is not redden he like with his dad killed yes i you, you do not have to remind me of oh Redding. i know i know I, that's for the listeners sake grace <laughs> clue four this character is a woman oh god 
A woman in my secret society? <laughs> Not the Sons of Honor. <laughs> well, I mean... But actually... <laughs> and the thing is, is it's probably not Rhythm of War stuff either, right? Probably not. We can still metagame this for a few months. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I pulled one of the most recent ones from Rhythm you, of War just to mess with you guys. Wow, that would be... That sounds like something that I would consider doing. That is true, you would. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you are a she's cruel heart. She's telling it too hard. No. Yeah. The double metagame. Mm. So I forgot the guest site that I had. <laughs> God, what was my guess? It's a woman. I, guess. I feel like there's not a lot of those in the secret societies. Yeah. Betrays a family member. Serene. It is not Serene. That, that, that was a few levels deep, so it was like betraying King Iodon and maybe like <laughs> the, the rebel. Like, she's a little rebellious towards King Iodon and, you know, had the, the group of the fencers. It vaguely fits. Wait, wait a minute. Rebellious, secret society, betrays uh, a family member. Yeah. Is it Bleeder? It is not bleeder. Oh, okay. That's a good. That's a good one. I feel like this person's not Rosharan. That is statistically unlikely. Yeah, I know, because there's so many secret societies, but I can't think of too many secret society members who are female. Who Telson. Are. It is ah, Telson. Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you forgot it. Yeah. Mm. I I was surprised yeah, yeah, no yeah. one tried to guess Shalon. I mean, that's just too obvious. She's murdered so many people around her. <laughs> See, like, I wouldn't do say what she did, because I did think about Shalon, but I'm like, she didn't betray people. She just, just killed, killed people. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Her her father felt pretty betrayed. True. Telson, Telson's good. What was the last clue? The last clue was this character can heal themselves. Mm. Oof. That, that would have that would have thrown us off, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that that's a good one. Uh, definitely shows that I really need to reread her too. That's for sure. Yep. Yikes. All right. So this next one was sent in by Oliver Newcomb. Hi, Ollie. Clue one: This character has a son. I'm assuming this is S O N. Because technically everybody has an S-U-N. I don't know, maybe you mean... Does, does the Shadesmar son count as a son? Does, oh, true. Do the people that who live in Silver Lake have a son? How's it spelled, Grace? S-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta type it on screen anyway, so... Mm -hmm. huh. King Iodon. It is not King Iodon. Plus, I mean, you could say that someone like Chris, who lives on Taldane, has two sons, so. <laughs> well, having a son doesn't preclude having two sons. It's true. It's true. Yep. Maybe one, one of the sons could be male and one female. You don't know. I will, I will metagame this and say honor. <laughs> it is not honor. 
Let's just go with Dalinar. It is not Dalinar. Clue two. This character has a pessimistic outlook about the future. About the future? My first immediate thought was, does Galadon have a son? <laughs> I mean... I don't think he does. Didn't there? I mean, his family all died, but did he have a son? I don't think he did. I don't believe so, no. But I will guess Galadon's <laughs> dad. Galadon's dad? No. <laughs> it is not Galadon's dad. What if it was Galadon, though? What, <laughs> what if it was? I, I would be surprised because I don't think he has a son. I'm going to guess King Evantio. It is not Eon. King Evantio. I'm going to guess the Stormfather. It is son. not the Stormfather. He's made honor spren, man. Who's Evantio's three. Uh, Serini's brother, who is the heir of... Oh, yeah, she's a brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were questioning Clue my Stormfather guess. <laughs> <laughs> Clue three. This character is a military officer. General Cal? It is not oh, General Cal. He has lots of sons. <laughs> yes. Oh, what's his name? Eondel? No, it's Queen Fen's husband, which is unpronounceable consonants. Kamakal? Mm. No, Kamakul. that's the son. Isn't that the son? No, 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 no that is the consort. Yeah, yeah that's right. It, it is not Queen Fen's consort. Oh, okay. Did I, did I guess Eondel? Did you already say no? You did. I, well, I didn't say. I didn't know if that was a guess. I thought you were saying to Ian. Oh. oh. Uh, I'm going to go with Eondel. It is not Eondel. Okay. Clue four. This character reports directly to the monarch. Yarda! It is Yarda. <laughs> I just want to say, I chose this before. I chose them both before the, we started doing anything. Okay. I just want to say, I was playing Fortune too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was just a little too soon. I, I found that Yarda guess very amusing. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you did. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I I remembered who that was in the right place. So there. <laughs> Awesome. What was the last clue? The last clue is this character has a single breath. Mm, right, because he's Idrian. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ah, uh, that, that deep lore, Warbreaker lore. How could you forget? Yeah, I feel like I think people of forget who Parlin is, let alone his dad. I mean, he doesn't have much of a character. He has a weird yeah, hat and dies. Yep, yep. That's, <laughs> that's about that... it. Also, maybe... Kind of has a crush on Vivenna, but not really. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he did, but it's just... Oh, he definitely did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. He yeah. followed her all the way to, to yeah. the, the land of yeah, the yeah, heathen yeah, 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 and yeah. demon. There's no way he would do that without yeah. some kind of crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies, if, if your friend follows you on a, on a field trip to the neighboring kingdom, it's probably not because he... Just as such a Thanks good friend. Thanks to you as a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the yeah. neighboring kingdom that has a reputation in your kingdom for, like, being <laughs> evil. Or, or even just if, like, a friend is like, I'm going to move over to across the country where, where you now live. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Discourage that. Discourage that. Mm -hmm. That's a bad idea. Cool.
Right. Well, find us on seventeachart.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. Uh, you can join us on Discord for more of that. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can leave us a review on iTunes. And if you want, you can support us on Patreon. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.